0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Monday, April 18th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. It's back to the drawing board for the redistricting commission as the latest round of proposed voting maps were turned down again by the Ohio Supreme Court. ONN's Eric Brown has more.
1: For the fourth time, a divided Ohio Supreme Court slammed the state's Republican-controlled redistricting body for yet another partisan gerrymander. By a vote of four to three, the court said the commission's latest plan still violates a 2015 constitutional amendment which required the panel to avoid partisan favoritism and to apportion districts fairly to reflect Ohio's political mix, which is roughly 54 percent Republican and 46 percent Democratic. Lawmakers have until May 6th to complete a new plan. Eric Brown, ONN News.
0: A judge has declared a mistrial in the case of a former Ohio Vice Squad officer charged in connection with the death of a woman he shot while working undercover almost four years ago. Jurors in Franklin County deliberated for about 10 hours over three days, but were unable to reach a verdict on the charges against 58-year-old Andrew Mitchell. Prosecutors declined to comment on whether they plan to seek a retrial of the former Columbus Police Vice Officer in connection with the August 2018 death of 23-year-old Donna Castleberry. His attorney says Mitchell, quote, looks forward to his next day in court, end quote. Governor Mike DeWine says he's following the CDC protocol and quarantining after testing positive for COVID-19. The 75-year-old Republican said in an announcement on Friday that he was diagnosed by his personal physician after experiencing mild symptoms. DeWine was administered a monoclonal antibody treatment, which is designed to fight the infection. The governor's office said First Lady Fran DeWine was experiencing no symptoms and has tested negative. Both DeWines have received a two-dose vaccine series and a booster. Three East Central Ohio inmates are back in jail after escaping custody early this morning. The Muskingum County Sheriff's Office says that around midnight, Aaron Vayon, Cole Taylor, and Roy Agin fought and overpowered an officer. Sheriff Matt Lutz says the three wrestled the officers' keys away and used them to escape the jail. The officer suffered only minor injuries. Two of the men were reportedly taken into custody after crashing a stolen truck, while the third was found in the basement of a Zanesville home. The three are being held on weapons, theft, escape, and drug-related charges. A 25-year-old man is dead and two others critically injured following an early evening crash in Akron on Easter Sunday. Dave James reports.
1: Police say a car with three men was traveling at a high rate of speed, ran a red light, and hit another vehicle, then careened off the road and down into a canal. One of the occupants was trapped inside the car. The two other males were ejected. The Akron Fire Department got the trapped individual out. One of the two survivors is hospitalized in Akron, the other in Cleveland. Dave James, LNN News.
0: A suburban Cleveland boy passed away on Friday following a tragic accident. Lena Lai has the story.
1: South Euclid, police say a 10-year-old boy has died after accidentally shooting himself while playing with a gun. Police say Eon Boyette was playing with a handgun when it went off. The boy is a student at Greenview Middle School. Counselors will be on hand for students. I'm Lena Lai.
0: Investigators are working to find out what may have started a fire at a development project in Newark, east of Columbus, early Sunday morning. Eric Brown has more.
1: According to the Newark Fire Department, the blaze broke out at the Newark Station Development in the 300 block of West Main Street around 430 Sunday morning. Newark Station is a massive redevelopment project meant to include apartments, a coffee shop, restaurant, and office space. Outdoor volleyball courts, coffee shop, and apartments were not affected by the fire. Officials say it appears the fire was limited to the area that was set to be torn down as part of the project. No one was injured and a damage estimate has not been released. Eric Brown, O N News.
0: The Cleveland Guardian's opening weekend just wrapped up, and for the first time in decades, there were no protesters, thanks to the name change from Indians. Mark Namick has more. Jesse Vajejo, who is part Yaqui and Diné, Indian, is secretary of the Committee of 500 Years of Dignity and Resistance, which advocates for indigenous cultures through education and activism. It's been behind opening day protests for decades. We will never have to organize and protest again. Our efforts and our, our livelihoods can go into other things. The committee hopes to spend more time convincing high schools to drop names and logos that are racist stereotypes and misappropriate their Native American culture. I'm Mark Namick. Families gathered for egg hunts and treats yesterday, and churches finally had a normal-looking Easter Sunday. Lindsay Mills reports.
1: For many, this was the first time in three years holiday services were held in person. Minister Paul Griffith at Discover Christian Church in Dublin says the pandemic hit the community hard, but they're excited more people are returning to church. Things kind of fell apart, you know, so we lost about half of the people coming to church during the pandemic. And to keep members in the church during During that time, some congregations did Zoom calls, outdoor services, and at Easter time had Easter bunny drop-offs to keep spirits high. I'm Lindsay Mills.
0: And today is the federal tax deadline, but if you take an extension to file them, are you more likely to be audited by the IRS? Ariane Teal looked into it. A spokesperson for the IRS called this tax claim, quote one of the oldest urban myths in the books, unquote. Tax experts Mark Steber and Howard Gleckman agree. It is totally
1: untrue. It could not be more untrue. As far as I know, it doesn't make any difference at all about being audited if you file for an extension. Shouldn't matter. Sieber says high-income earners are more likely to
0: get audited, but warns that it can happen to anybody. Now, whether you file on time or ask for an extension, the IRS says the best thing you can do to avoid an audit is to file a return that's
1: correct and complete. I'm Ariane Till.